just held out this margarita to like edit non-existent webcam as this. So you can actually <laughs> see it. I'm so used to having one I, like clipped onto the top of the monitor that I'm not I thinking it. about it. Um, I guess, do we start this thing? Yep. I think so. Oh. Oh, fuck. Whoa. God damn, I don't know why I'm so... That like made my, that made my teeth rattle when the glass clicked. <laughs> 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 All right. Cheers, hot Hold boys. On. I have to take my vitamins as well, so I might as well kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> You're going to take them. <laughs> My you boys. Know, it, like, it like kills the, the unhealthiness if you drink some like healthy stuff at the same time. Exactly. Right. I'm evening hey. it out. Cheers, guys. <laughs> That's actually super unpleasant. I thought I thought you were doing a bit, Corbin, because you like made a grimace and then it zoomed in on your face like really quickly for a second. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were like <laughs> Um, welcome, editing moment. <laughs> welcome back to the Hot Boys podcast. Today we have <laughs> today we have my wonderful older brother joining us today. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Clintonio Banderas. Hello, thank you Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, thank you for being on this yes, fucking seriously. this train wreck of a podcast for you guys. Is eighty billion listener podcast, man. I'm nervous. We're just a we're a we're a podcast mogul at this point. Yeah, you're. A... I think to be a mogul, you have to like play in like multiple different like genres of business. So I don't think you can be like a one thing mogul, can you? Um, you we guys have are moguls. I, I almost like did a bit where I was gonna hang up out of the call, and I was like, nobody would. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden you're just there for 30 seconds of the podcast and you're just gone <laughs> yeah as a quality leftist i refuse to be at a chat room with any kind of mogul <laughs> no we appreciate you being on we just got to see you recently actually yeah. for the first time in a hot minute um and you know lick your face and stuff that we normally do as bros the tradition is alive <laughs> the, the Hamilton tradition. No, we got people always get recently. weirded out whenever you show up. And you're gonna lick them. <laughs> it's like God dang it. It's gonna sniff my it's ass. Like... It's gonna lick my face. <laughs> right all up in my ear when I have an ear infection. He's just gonna start fucking licking away. I hate that so much. That's uh, pretty I'm, horrible. I'm still laughing about when you guys were here and those that old couple sitting behind us <laughs> giving us the stink eye on the way out. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. We I were, mean, like, <laughs> talking, <laughs> I don't remember what we're talking about cults. Yeah. That was the central conversation. We spent like 20 minutes talking about it too. And we, <laughs> as I got up to leave, I was like, Oh, that was a good, that was a good breakfast. And then I was like, made eye contact with both of them. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I don't remember what was said, but it was something definitely about jesus on the cross i think i might have used the term penetrated yeah <laughs> which i probably shouldn't have <laughs> it I was he said it with some panache too so those guys were like <laughs> i don't know i don't know it was very it. very solid breakfast conversation just good sunday morning breakfast convo i mean it was funny so <laughs> i enjoyed it i had a great time i did too no it was it was a good time had all my hot boys. Well, not all my hot boys. Had two of my hot boys. Nope. 
I'm going to edit that part out. Had four of my hot boys together. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the power of editing, folks. <laughs> Don't, though. Oh, God. I'm sorry. It's going to be a really funny edit when you're just like, I had four of my hot boys. Four of my hot boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're all hot boys. I figured we talked about having you on because I think it'd be funny to have you on, share some memes, some of the good old days. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to like recount in my brain the good old days, and I'm like, hmm, what are the, no, um, 404, not found. Um, I told you guys about like we were with some friends trying to figure out how to recreate like childhood photos, right? And you guys are yeah, like, it's, welcome uh, to do that too. And we're, there was like a is or was going to be a cash prize for it. I don't know if we've ironed that out yet, but like, um, yeah, I was, if we can figure out how to see each other again, Cody, we should do that one. We should do the, do the one where I'm like posing like power Rangers or something. And you're going to come like mega bonk me on the head with a little stick (laughs) or the one where we're both like in a cardboard box and I look disgusted by you. Oh, I think both of those would work really well. Yeah. Which would be sweet. Yeah, why didn't we not plan that for when we just saw each other? Because uh, I think it was still kind of in the works. Like we were like, should we do that? And mm. Like while you guys were here. But um, did you do you know have of any that you would like want to do, Corbin, with like any of your siblings? The ones I can think of of myself would both involve a lot of skin. So I hope everybody would be okay with that. Um, one would have my cute little tush out. Nice. <laughs> um, but the weird part with that one is I think all my sisters tushes would also have to be out oh right because you know the 90s were a weird time when you took pictures of your kids (laughs) 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 they were strange Uh, cody you've got one that just every time i see it it reminds me of like some sort of like album cover it reminds me of like the carter four like it feels kind of like this (laughs) <laughs> like my actual graduation photo no not your graduation photo because uh, he's like a little toddler in this sorry you probably couldn't see it from oh gotcha 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 and it reminds me of that because you look young you look like four or five but simultaneously like 50 <laughs> as like a weird in the middle of benjamin button phase clint you and i growing up i feel like we were really close when we were young and then uh, you probably got really annoyed with me. <laughs> our, no, I don't. Our, I think there was like a phase where I imagine a lot of siblings go through this where, you, you know, we we like hang out a bit and we're like fine when we're when it's just us on family trips or whatever, because we're like the only, you know, stake right. in the ground for normalcy amongst all mm-hmm. these crazy people. But um, as soon as, you know, we start like hanging out with each other and like friends and stuff. I, I had a notion for a long time that you were trying to be really funny all the time when you were like with my friends and it was like, just be, just be you. You're cool when you're just you just do. And do your this. notion, your notion was correct. I and, feel like as a younger sibling, my one goal was to just be cool or cool enough, but I didn't understand that the way to be cool was to just be normal and be myself. <laughs> I thought I had to be like this overtly, comical slapstick humor version of myself all the time yeah look where you are now oh god (laughs) what have i done (laughs) (laughs) 
definitely had a time in our life where we like grew apart and then it was like when we were both in college mm -hmm. then for whatever reason oh we like moved back in together and then like from then on out we were just besties yeah uh there was like there was a, even when we were living together i remember there was there were times when we were like you want to hang out and we were like no uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think we start. I, I legit think it was when we started all going to the gym together that we were like, you know, what, maybe we should be hanging out a little more. Yeah, I think you're right. It is. It is funny. Cause yeah, I do remember like you moving in being like, wow, this is so exciting. Clint and I are like living together. How crazy. <laughs> and then, yeah, we literally like saw each other so infrequently and did not spend that much time together. And right. then, yeah, something clicked and now I cry every single time I leave you. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, there. it used to be high fives only when you're leaving. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now y'all lick each other. It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, th true. I do think it's funny, though, because I feel like there was definitely that point in our life where our interests, like, diverged from each other. Like, we had very, very different yeah, interests. Yeah, you know, you started liking... Uh, people and not video <laughs> games <laughs> and uh and that was where i was like fuck this i'm not i'm not gonna be part of this bullshit no i'm just kidding um i don't know <laughs> i do yeah you're right though i think our our the venn diagram of our interest was maybe and still is for the most part i think like two separate circles but I, that's okay it yeah it really matter yeah it's well weird. with maturity like, we, comes like the understanding that you don't have to have mm -hmm the same interest. That's why I love those memes right. when it's like old homies who took two different paths in life, but they're still like best friends. And that shows like oh, yeah. them both and just like completely different, like get ups, but they're like with each other. And I don't know. I love yeah. those memes. They make me happy. Yeah. That's the literally games. how it feels because I think you're definitely right. Corbin, you're kind of in this funny middle ground. I feel like between Clint and I, that you you're, the, help you're us. the third circle of the Venn diagram that has. Yeah, <laughs> you help us bridge that gap between us a lot of times because, like, there's just this last time at breakfast, I have never once in my life talked to Clint about Magic the Gathering, and yet you guys were able to have a full on like thirty to forty minute conversation just about some of the intricacies, or maybe not. I don't think minutes. it was, it was thirty like, to forty okay, minutes. Okay. It was like five to ten minutes like, max. Maybe. God, it felt like I'm sorry it was forever. so <laughs> fucking boring to you, Cody. But we actually had a genuinely good time talking about it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I did look I, over at Cody. But, and he's like tapping his watch and stuff, and be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, moving along. Guess it's time to go. No, I feel like Corbin, you have this funny like middle ground where obviously you and I share so many interests, but then you also share so many interests with my brother that I normally don't. And so when the three of us are together, it's really interesting because it's like the conversations that happen are not normal when I'm with just one of you. I don't know. I like it. I just have so many interests because I'm constantly running away from the truth and the reality. <laughs> um, so at a certain point in either of those circles on the Venn diagram, it's not enough to keep me busy because once I get comfortable with something, you know, then the truth starts to settle back in. So then right. I kind of run to something else. So um, it's all about keeping yourself busy and having a lot of things to fall back on. That's fair. When the scaries start coming in. <laughs> I actually totally understand that. This is like one of the few things in our lives that we've truly stuck it out with. 
Cody, this is like episode nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty proud of ours. I'm pretty proud of that, to be fair. I'm like real proud that we've gone 18 weeks and been at least somewhat consistent. I mean, you guys would this be 19 because we missed one? Yeah, we got Mm. stickers. Yeah. Cody, did you send send Clint some yet? No. I'll send you some stickers, bro. I'll send you some sticks, bro. Um, I will say, though, once we got older, definitely like even in the times where Clint, you and I like barely saw each other, even though we lived like 10 minutes from each other, we would mm-hmm. go on like family trips together and we would just be right back. Like you said, like inseparable because it was the only <laughs> little bit of just like normalcy that we could latch on to during family trips. Right. Which I think is like the great thing about having siblings. You could be fucking pissed at each other and still help each other survive. Well, yeah. and I think whoever like coined the phrase distance makes the heart grow fonder was 100% talking about their siblings. Cause <laughs> yeah. like when I was living at home and when all my sisters were there, it was just like, you know, you were constantly kind of like looking over your shoulder. Like there were those rare moments where you were like, what is this? The calm before the storm. And you like put down your trash can <laughs> lid and you're like, okay. But then, you know, inevitably people would eventually be at war again. And any time that you had like, you know, a sidekick or a partner against the other half of the siblings, um, it was a tenuous relationship at best. Like at any (laughs) moment you were going to get hamstrung like a motherfucker. So but then like I remember as soon as Katie moved out. You know, it wasn't long after she left, she'd like text and be like, hey, love you and miss you. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What are you trying to pull? Because I was still, you know, at war. I was still on the battlefield and mm. she had left. And I was like, what is this fucking shit? Are you trying to get something out of me? You want to are you trying to to weasel into my mind? You're still um, jaded. Yeah. But then like she was genuinely like, no, I miss you. And she would like take me to like baseball games and, you know, let me hang out with her friends. And I was like, oh, Wow. We are oh, friends and we, what it's like. you know, before it was a grudging respect. It was like, I've seen your prowess on the battlefield and I, <laughs> I bow to you. Um, but then it became like real respect. And then it was the same when I moved out. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it takes, it probably takes, uh, both siblings moving out in some respect, because I think once you re- <laughs> once you move out and start realizing like, Oh, I can be, maybe not just a carbon copy of my parents, you know? Yeah. Like, I do think that was probably a wedge between uh, Cody and I for a long time because, like, mm. um, I think both of us were just the the kids we were molded to be from our parents for a long time and then going out and, like, you know, to away from home and kind of becoming your own person and having your own feelings and thoughts and beliefs and all this. I think it makes yeah. you into a more relatable person. And I, I started to sort of like, I don't know, did mom and dad listen to this? I started to like resent them a little bit, you know, and be like, ah, <laughs> you dad. definitely have to go through an anger phase. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure all yeah, of us yeah. have gone through an anger phase. Yeah. And then I yeah, think once, once I heard, once I saw Cody get out to finally to UNM and all this, you know, and, mm. and he was, uh, he came back one time and he was like, Hey, can you like buy me alcohol? And I was like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can do that. And then I was like, okay, now now maybe there's some there's a little bit in there as a spark. <laughs> I definitely think Clint, you hit the anarchy phase or the anarchist phase way earlier than I did. And you were like 
going through that transformation while you still lived in the same house as the family, which produces its own issues in itself to like be going through that rebellious and like transformation of like forming your own opinions and everything. Uh Whereas I was literally just like looking back on it. Yeah, I agree. I think it was like once I went to UNM and I do, I definitely remember texting you that time and being like, Hey, so I know we haven't talked in like six months, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm having some friends over and yeah, could you, could you buy some alcohol? And I just remember like being so nervous to text that to you. Cause I'd never asked you to like do something like that for me. Like it just felt so weird that I was like breaking down this wall, this barrier. And then all you texted back was woohoo. Cody finally letting loose. And I was like, what the, wait, is that a yes? I was like, Oh God. Uh, that was yeah. so funny. Was you were like, time. can I get Mike's hard? <laughs> no, I got drunk off of um, Angry Orchard. That was my first drinking, like so, hardcore drinking. Not drink. fun hangover. No, I I don't think I got hungover. Oh yeah, you're still young and cold. yeah, just happy and hopeful. Like, my first taste of alcohol was like red wine though on the patio with our parents, which I thought was interesting. But then like my first time like getting drunk, getting crunk, some Angry Orchard variety pack that Clint picked up for me. <laughs> my aunt and uncle were letting me have sips of their beer when I was a kid. It was fun. <laughs> you look gross. What about you, Clint? What's your what? drinking experience? Oh, uh, for a long time, I took like a moral high ground of like I don't drink, mm. you know. And then yeah. like slowly over time, you're you kind of like these these pre preconceived notions that have, are sort of pre programmed into you by, in our case, mom and dad sort of erode away as you're like it's probably fine like mm. you were just hanging out with friends who cares like and then I st- <laughs> the first time i had a drink was at a new year's party and somebody gave me a shot of bailey's and i was like all right and then i noticed from after, I, after <laughs> right. I took it it was good like <clears throat> of all things that's a pretty decent first shot to take i think you know oh yeah because um, mine was my first legal one was wild turkey my first shot was just tequila from the bottle so sick. i'm jealous that yours was bailey's no yeah it was good and then i noticed that like three or four of my friends were like looking like they were hiding behind a couch watching me do it and they were like oh my god Clay did it and i was like all right this was silly this whole time this charade was stupid of me going like i don't drink <laughs> i'm cooler than that or whatever so you know Obviously, people have their own reasons for not drinking in, you know, maybe they don't drink and never will drink for sure. kind of thing, you know, or never mm. started. But, like, mine was definitely formed from, you know, like it being a, I don't know, is <laughs> something bad to do. Right. We call those sins, Which, my son. <laughs> what did you say? No. <laughs> Which is so funny because, yeah, I mean, growing up, our parents, like, they did not drink around us. Maybe, like, a glass of champagne or a glass of wine at, like company parties and stuff like that that we could all go to or like christmas parties and everything but then the instant that i turned 21 i realized that our mom loves to make mixed drinks like she has been practicing bartending for years like in i we turned i turned 21 and went up to stay with them at their house and she like went and bought all these mixers and all these new alcohols and stuff just to like make these mixed drinks she found and like they were amazing. I'm like, what? where did this come from? All these years you've been holding back on me? Like, come on. Well, I mean, you've seen my dad's house too now. Like, it's the same thing. When I was <laughs> yeah. growing up, he was like, no, I don't drink. Like, alcohol is pointless. It does make you feel good. Being drunk's not fun. 
And now his house is a goddamn liquor store. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty great. I was like I there think, was a there was a period in my life where I was like, I'm never gonna be that guy that like swears and uh drinks and smokes weed and then like smash cut mm. to like ten years later and I'm like <laughs> you know, here I am. <laughs> Yeah, it's always funny because every now and then I think about like if 12 year old me could see me like that Republican kid who loved hunting and like was so excited about his like shotguns and hunting rifles. And (laughs) (laughs) now there's like if he saw me, he'd probably call me like a soy boy or something. Yeah. Like (laughs) would definitely quote like the most recent Glenn Beck episode. (laughs) Like, God, boy, I'm like happy that the the version of me now would be mutually disappointed with like the younger version of me, you know? (laughs) Oh yeah, man. That's the good thing is if you're cringing, it means you're growing. So the more you cringe, (laughs) the more developed you are as a person. So just, just means you're self aware. Right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, that's what I tell myself when I go to anime conventions. (laughs) 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 I was so comfortable with yourself. No, it's cool. Yeah. I was so into football as a kid like that's so weird die did hard you, college did you ever see fan. cody's um room like pictures of cody's room corbin because it's entirely ou themed like literally well, every i remember thing. what he had yeah. in high school and it was still pretty ou themed like you slept with like a kid ou quilt i'm pretty sure yeah yeah and like yep. you had the like penance up on your wall mm-hmm. and probably a football like an ou football on your dresser yeah yep that was like spot on. It's just, it's so weird. I can't even like fathom. Kennedy and I were just talking about this the other day of like, what would it be like to like meet different versions of yourself at like different stages? Obviously like right now it'd be so weird to meet like 13 year old you, right? There's so many stages of my life. Yeah. I would definitely hit whoever it was. Like it's <laughs> whoever it was, as yeah. if it, you couldn't even recognize it was you. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just very strange to look back on that. And like, I remember Clint when we started hanging out again. I realized like the last version of myself that you actually knew or that you lived with, and it was so different. And then now, like when we hang out, it's even more different. It's weird. Yeah, well, it's even, it's, it's like, it's hard to measure it, especially in like, in cases where you don't see people for a long time, because you're like, Mm. changing in little pieces, and you don't really notice over time. But when, when you see somebody after a really long time, or like, relatively infrequently, you can see those like, big old stair steps happening instead of one, you know, continuous line, that, Mm -hmm. that uh, continuous change that they experience for themselves. Um, But, uh, I mean, we keep in frequent enough touch now that I, I think I'm I'm not too jarred ever, but definitely I realized like when we started hanging out again, not to get too soppy here, but when we started like hanging out and getting more like connected again, I definitely realized like I missed that connection mm-hmm. with my brother. Yeah. It's better now mm-hmm. than it was then. It it's a, uh, yeah. Instead of being like, Oh, Cody's going to be there or something, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Be like, yeah, we get to hang out with Cody. Let's go. Like, actually excited to hang out. And, and now that I know Corbin, like I do kind of the same thing with him. So I'm like, yeah, let's oh, go. Me too. Whatever, whatever the, I mean, what are we? Uh, s- sister-in-law's brother. Is there, a, is there a better term for that? 
brother. I don't know. I think is you're my second. You're my second brother-in-law, or my brother-in-law once removed. I'm just trying to use cousin oh. rules that I also don't fully understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that what once removed means? No, once Maybe. removed is something weird. Like it's like, um, it's yeah. It's hard to explain. You, you look up. There's like a fam, like a familial. Um, I think once removed is like your grandparents' church. cousin's kid or some shit. It it changes by who's how far you are removed from the person like by parent versus grandparent versus great grandparent kind of thing. And then like their kid will be like, you know, however many steps removed, like you don't say once removed for your mom's kid or whatever, because that's just, or I mean, your sibling. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm messing this up. Your mom's parents kid is your cousin, but then your grandparents like going that way is like first once removed or something like that. Oh, okay. So it says on Google, it's a generational once removed yeah that's cousins who yeah, are that said it so much more concisely so, <laughs> jesus <laughs> it's my mom's <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think a second i was my mom's son's <laughs> grandparents <laughs> if i had if i had a webcam on you guys would be able to see me doing this like sort of like stupid like i had my hands out in front of me doing like a ch- charting in front of me <laughs> <laughs> you got like strings you got like fucking yarn and shit so that it's that gif of uh him doing like mental math and having like calculus going oh yeah so. oh yeah it's, it's, it's that one of charlie from always sunny <laughs> with the red yeah. yarn the crazed look in his eye yeah <laughs> Pepe sylvia it's amazing um, I feel like I was just about, oh, I was trying to look up what does yeah, it educate us. I was typing in what does it mean to be once removed? And the first few yes. things that popped up on Google were, what does it mean to be woke? <laughs> and <laughs> to that, I say, you be a hot boy. Um, um, no, what I heard was it means that you are a triggered leftist snowflake. Yeah, you're. you're That's what I've been called. Yeah. <laughs> snowflake um and then the other one was what does it mean to be gaslit which (laughs) oh so it says this term meaning why is once wait it says why is once removed this term describes the relationship between cousins across different generations cousins who are once removed have a one generation difference a first cousin of your father is your first cousin once removed yeah. I don't even know. Is it bad that I don't think I've ever met my parents' cousins? Is that a normal thing to meet your parents' cousins? I think so. I think there are some families that do oh. like because I was thinking about oh, this earlier like- today. Actually, I've never been to like a huge family reunion. I guess I've probably met my stepmom's cousins maybe because that was like the closest I ever came to a big family reunion. Mm. And let me fucking say, <laughs> I am so glad that my family didn't do that bullshit <laughs> because. Jesus Christ, somebody always brings that nasty ass marshmallow fucking salad bullshit. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? It's got a weird name, and I always want to say like Anastasia, but that's not. That was just a baller Disney movie. Wait, is it that weird pink stuff? Yeah. Um Clint, you like that. It's not euthanasia either. Clint, you like that shit it's when you were younger. Ambrosia. Yeah, isn't ambrosia? Yeah. It's a uh, it's it's like okay, but also I think I liked it in comparison to some of the weird stuff that we had on the mm, table at the time. That's fair. Yeah, I, I just um, remember Clint gobbling and swallowing that shit up like it was nobody's business. That's right. <laughs> know, it's just like everybody comes with their weird 1930s Great Depression meals that they had to eat when they just didn't have much around. So they're like, 
Uh, yeah, this is half rotten tomatoes, half a thing of salt, uh, four mushrooms, and some chocolate Hershey syrup. And everyone's like, oh my god, that's my favorite. Aunt Becky's salad? And it's just not... Family, you should just order out. Or there's... <laughs> Get pizza. There's the one uncle that just brings the can of cranberry shit that's just like... You like slurp it out of the can or you have to like dump Whose it out. Whose decision was it to not like chop that up <laughs> and just make the general method of serving just to have the can lines? <laughs> yeah. You guys like Yo, the noise it makes what? when it's like on the plate. After it's, after it's like. <laughs> it's so and gross. then a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest, like most food now when I look at like Thanksgiving meals and stuff is just so strange also clint you've always told me i pronounce that word weird thanksgiving which what oh no 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 you just say a lot of ths softly instead of hardly so instead of thanks you say thanks i literally thanks thanks okay yeah i kind of i can yeah yeah. thanks i mean it's not like a fault it's just something i've noticed yeah i've just been super self-conscious my whole life it's okay no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to start talking like I'm from South London when I say it, though, and it's Thanksgiving. Thanks. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> you got the butter because you're going to need it on Thanksgiving. <coughs> oh, man. I just almost asked a dumb question. I was, I was going to say, don't they not what? celebrate Thanksgiving over there? That is correct. Nicely done. Yeah. It took me a second. I'm there. Thanksgiving is our celebration of murder. Cause right. we don't forget. Oh, we can, we can fix this in post to make you sense smart. It's okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, that's me. I do the post. How the fuck am I supposed to do that with this bullshit? Oh God. Oh, cause you're not smart enough to know how to make yourself sound smart. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding. Cody, you're smart and you know it. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Cody, say one nice thing about yourself. Um, anyway, you hate this. You hate when people do this to you. Um, yeah, and I'm giving you a taste of your own fucking medicine. I do you need a spoonful of sugar with it? <laughs> I let's see. I just have so many things to pick from. This can't pick. So you're perfectly symmetrical balls. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Actually, yep, that's the one. That's it. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> You hold a mirror up to him, and it's just like nothing happened. <laughs> you can't even tell. <laughs> it's wild. It's my party trick, actually. <laughs> yeah, can you check this? Out? <laughs> <laughs> I carry around a weird little mirror with me. Um, God. Hey, Clint. Um, question that we've yes. had before on the podcast, but I do kind of like it, and it's definitely grown on me. Um, if you could make a PowerPoint about anything, like what would it be? Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Probably, probably I'd make it about the, the uncanny valley, just like, you know, the, 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 like, as like with CGI gets, and stuff. Yes, absolutely. Like the, mm-hmm. as something gets closer and closer to looking photorealistic, you start noticing more and more of its flaws kind of thing. It's just like, and it becomes man, like unsettling. Yeah. It's, it's gross. And everything falls into that really gross pit of you're like, Whoa, that's like watching polar express or something. You're like, Oh boy, <laughs> can't look at these faces. I remember, um, whereas like, that's why a lot of my favorite media tends to stay in like this on the left-hand side of that, because it's, this is, this is not good audio podcast, uh, material, but <laughs> as, uh, you know, as if you don't make it lifelike looking, if you make it stylized enough, people aren't going to go, man, that doesn't look realistic mm. because 
it's like a little cartoony character or something like, mm-hmm. appears, but, you know, like what, like, you know, playing through, I don't know. What's a, what's a normal person example, the last of us. Um, and you see like the people's expressions on their faces, like not quite look correct. And you're like, this is CGI for sure. I remember you yeah. pointing it out to me for the first time, uh, when you bought heavy rain and yeah, <laughs> That's a good example because none of those people look good. (laughs) I remember you showing me like just the the trailer for it first and you being like, yeah, it's weird. It's like the uncanny valley, uh, you know, effect. (laughs) And I just remember looking at it being like, ooh, I hate that there's a name for this, but also it's way too accurate to describe what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah, because then you've got like Tarkin in Rogue One. Yeah. And you're like, yep, I totally understand it now because there's something lacking there. Like people's eyes don't move right or at least like the corner of their mouth or like the way that their, you know, lips move over their teeth Mm. isn't quite right or something. It's just little tiny things you start noticing. You're like, this isn't, this can't be real. That doesn't make any sense. Isn't there some sort of theory with the Uncanny Valley that like the fact that we have that weird reaction is supposedly a natural instinct because at one point in the timeline of humanity, we were faced with something that we had to like, no, no, that's not, you said supposedly as if this is fact. No, no, I just think this is a conspiracy theory. (laughs) I don't know if it's the uncanny Valley, but I have heard that about, um, (laughs) a lot of people when they get sleep paralysis, they've all, they'll all report on like seeing a similar being when they're in like, Mm that sleep paralysis state that's like very like kind of tall and lanky and it has large eyes and like kind of an ovally head Mm. um similar to kind of like how we stylize aliens um and there's some people that i whose levels of expertise are in question because i've never looked fully into it i've just read a comment somewhere on the internet and been like cool that's that's a fact i'll share for a while but they were like maybe it's like linked to some primal fear of like early human beings yeah like pre like written history Um, yeah i think i've read that as well see that's what i was getting to it could also be just because it's a generally spooky shape (laughs) it's all around spook yeah that's what i was getting to something like that I'll I'll have Kennedy fact check me and we'll include it in the episode somewhere. <laughs> Perfect. Um, also, Clint, you asked a question to the podcast a while back, oh. and yeah, this is like a few weeks ago. I thought you were gonna have like, I thought you might get to it when there were multiple question. Uh, I mean, guests on the podcast because so was did we. Like, that yeah. was the original plan. <laughs> yeah, the original plan was to get through all this stuff. That we we actually had like a decent plan for that. I got super drunk on that episode and could not even like read text off of my phone coherently. So you guys were like clapping each other's shoulders like every four seconds. (laughs) I was getting so hype at the end. I'm so glad we stopped and ate food because I was not. You guys were like, "All right, dinner is ready. We're stopping." That was our end point. It had been like an hour and a half of just pure chaos. Well, and it was funny because I felt like you and Ryan got the same level of drunk and Chance and I got the same level of drunk. Yeah. And they were just not equal either. No, No, not at all. I was having just a grand old time and then I was the one in charge of reading stuff off my phone and I would look at it and I would keep, I like just kept laughing 
like mid sentence because I realized how stupid I sounded. It's like that one video of that kid trying to read the high school speech or that middle school graduation speech that he did about like going into oh, space. Oh, and he yeah, keeps laughing <laughs> yeah. at himself. Yeah, dude, that was oh such a funny video. I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. Clint, I have a video to send you, and it'll make you laugh. Feels like it's right <laughs> up your alley. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So send it. <laughs> the question that you asked, Clint, was, um, "Dear Corbin Chode and guests." So now you're talking to yourself. How meta is that? No. Also, it's funny. Let me before we start this question. I don't have a great answer for this question. So this is like poor content, maybe. But well, like, <laughs> sucks to suck. Um, it says, "What's the most scared you've ever been, both in real life and via media, if you've got time?" Oh, that's nice of you. Um, also, P.S. Cody, remember when you were scared of Ridley's scream in Metroid, LMAO, and you sent me a video. I'm going to, here, let me just play it into my microphone. It's a second. It takes a minute to actually get there. You got to skip around. God, I... Get like 10 seconds further. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Sorry. I'm, I'll edit all that bullshit out. <laughs> no, it's really funny to have the charge beam sound effect in there. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. Nope. Cody used to have uh, nightmares about that little Ridley scream sound effect. And I used to be like, Cody, check this out. <laughs> and like play it again. And he'd be like, stop. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's <laughs> literally the last time I heard that noise is being a little kid and being scared of it. And I think I just got a little scared of it again. It's like some weird primal instinct. <laughs> um, I do remember being scared of that. trauma in your brain. I remember, okay. Media wise, I have I have two really good answers for this. Corbin, do you need a second or would you like to answer? I need a second, I think, for my like IRL one for sure. Okay. I've never been scared. I'm so fucking tough. <laughs> AKA I repress everything. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start with my media one. So the most I remember being scared media wise was from the movie Signs. <laughs> I remember mm -hmm. there's that point where he's watching the TV and it's a stream from like um, Mexico City and they're at that little kid's birthday party and then the alien walks in front of the, in the like alleyway and it freeze frames on the alien. I remember being a kid and watching that and practically shitting my pants and basically just thinking about that happening all the time. Like about aliens coming and just picturing that one specific moment um it was just so scary to me i that movie was so freaky can can we appreciate the fact that you said he was watching the tv and it was streaming something from <laughs> like mexico <laughs> instead of broadcasting, broadcasting. Like he, had a, he had a damn he had a twitch stream up, like, <laughs> of his birthday party yeah he's like hey thanks thanks for this uh thanks for the three months uh, man. Oh. oh yeah it's my birthday um thanks for you know that those twitch prime subs that's awesome <laughs> thanks damn for the it. bits guys uh thanks for the bits <laughs> damn it yeah i fell into that one um, oh, my dogs are invading. Uh, the other one to media. Oh, Bristol saying hello. Um, the other one too is from the village, which coincidentally is another M night Shyamalan. I remember seeing that as a pretty young kid and I was wearing a red shirt when we went to go watch it. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Um, everyone that wears red fucking dies and yellow is like the safe color. And I remember I went home and I changed into a yellow shirt to go to bed because I was too scared. 
and i've watched that movie since and it's like there's not really anything that scary about it it's literally anyway um no but i think that's that's like the whole thing though is like when you're when you're a sheltered kid like we were every there's like a lot of stuff that's scary because our parents assume like no 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 you're not going to watch that because you're too you're going to be too scared by this right you watched you know you watched jeepers creepers at one of your birthday sleepovers and i went to bed i was freaked out by that i had to sleep with the lights on (laughs) yeah there's your media one um my in-person one actually involves Clint because I will never forget this. And I'm sure Clint will remember, or he's thinking of the same one. I hope it's the story I'm thinking of. Yeah. So, uh, I, when I was, especially when I was younger would like basically always get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And I had bunk beds in my room at the time. And Clint's room was like just across the bathroom from, uh, my room. And so I got up, went to the restroom got a drink of water, uh, went back and I was climbing up the ladder of my bunk bed. And I was always so scared of just monsters in my room and under my bed and hiding in my closet and shit. And so I started climbing back up this ladder and a hand reaches out from underneath my bed as my foot is still on the ground and grabs my ankle tight. Like not just like a eh, like little fun, playful grab. It was a fucking tight grip. And my whole body shut down. Like, I didn't yell. I didn't scream. I just went like, whoa. And my hands just let go of the ladder. And I just fell backwards. You would have died <laughs> so quick. You'd have been drug under the bed into that boogie monster realm from Don't Look Under the Bed. Oh, dude. And you'd have never left. I was so <clears throat> fucked. So I fell backwards and, like, ended up hitting my head on the wall. And, like, Clint came out from underneath the bed and was just like dying laughing and i started laughing too probably through some tears probably through some little stained pants but you know it is what it is and i remember us just like sitting there and just dying laughing because that was like easily one of the most scared moments of my life in person yeah i seem to recall you like being a little freaked out to laugh at first and i was like (laughs) ah i feel bad now so like I think today I would I don't think I'd do that, but like it was funny at the time. <laughs> no, it's right, man. It's that sort of trauma that makes me traumatize somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely that's like a like from that movie Inside mm-hmm. Out, that's a core memory of fear for me. I like it. Yeah. Um yeah. W- the one that I have for my like IRL version, um I remember I was a kid, it was around my birthday. And so, you know, in like horror movies where they'll do that thing where like the little kid like giggles at something that's there that like other people can't Mm, see or um, like right before like murders a little kid, they like giggle and then they get real scared. So I had that moment happen to me where I was a little kid giggling. (laughs) Um so I like went upstairs to where my bedroom was and you know, there was like a light in the hallway, but it wasn't like right in front of my door. So when I like opened my door and my room was dark, there was like just very little light trickling into my room. And there were these little wisps of light just floating in the air. And it looked kind of like, you know, when Dumbledore like pulls memories out of his head, Mm. those like weird cummy floaties. It looked like those mixed with like lightning or something. 
So they were a little more like wavy and not so like jolty as lightning, but they were just like floating there. And my stepdad had, uh, you know, love of magic tricks. So I saw it and I thought he was doing like a magic trick. And so I kind of like laughed a little. I was like, oh, what? And then I heard him talking downstairs and I was like, this is fucked up now. And I panicked so hard and I was like, I'm going to die. I've only lived like six years, maybe seven. (laughs) I guess I had a good go. This is the end. And before I screamed, I was like, I'm going to at least see what kills me um, and turned on the light. And that wasn't like my actual reasoning. I don't know why I turned on the light and didn't just run away. But I like flipped the light on and it was just some like Mylar balloons (laughs) that were in my room from my birthday. And, you know, they had like the weights so they would stay down on like tables. So it was just on the floor. So the Mylar balloons were like, you know, head height for me, a young boy. I, but it was so scary. I, you had me That's going scary. this whole time through that story. I thought you actually saw some like supernatural shit. No, just balloons. Yep, just just balloons. Damn, that would be pretty freaky. And then movie wise, signs didn't really scare me that much. But I think it's because I desensitized desensitized myself to it because I watched it every single day for like a whole summer. Um. Or like for like a month of the summer because it was always on at my grandma's house. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch a scary movie. (laughs) And, you know, then it wasn't scary anymore. Yeah. Desensitized. But cinema wise, like the original Exorcist to this day still fucks me up. Yeah, I agree. That is a spooky one. What about you, Clint? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't really have a good. I don't know if I have a good IRL one because the one that comes to mind is uh from boy scout camp one time and <laughs> we were uh one of the guys was like a i don't know what you call them they're like older than you but they're not a scout like maybe there was a scout leader right i don't know he was like high school or something like that and we were like middle school or oh earlier. like eagle scout level yeah. kids yeah and he was just like hanging around and at the camp and then he was like you want to hear some of my music and it was like it was like really creepy stuff. Like it had like, it was like horror-y themed kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, you know how like, you know, how like Slipknot kind of like brands themselves, like scary mm-hmm. kind of looking. Mm. Um, I, I don't remember if it was them or somebody else, but it was, had this like weird chanting at the beginning of the song. And it just sounds so, it sounded like something I shouldn't be listening to. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, us being, us being sheltered children. Right. Was like probably most of that because like, yeah, you're like, now, this kid's going to bleed me into a right? cup. Yeah, some somebody at some point in my you know now I'd probably be like, this is like, sort of compelling because it's creepy and weird mm. or something at least on some level. But back then I was like, oh my god, and it like wouldn't stay out of my brain. And then at like two a.m. after everybody got to bed, I had to go to the bathroom really bad. Oh fuck! And you know that requires getting up out of your bed, walking through the dark to like an outhouse, you know. And while I was I like psyched myself up and I, I was like gonna pee my pants because I had to pee so bad. <laughs> And I was like, okay, it's either like pee my pants or go to the bathroom and be really scared. So I, I like got out and like my flashlight was like got out not super bright, so I couldn't see anything. So yeah, I should have just peed my pants. Um, <laughs> I uh, I got out and then there's like animals in the woods, you know, as it goes. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard of so that before. <laughs> as as you're as you're just kind of like walking around and you, you'll hear creepy stuff and 
my brain didn't go like that's probably just like actually a squirrel or something it went like okay something is after you so i started like sprinting to the house <laughs> oh, and shit. then like did my business as fast as i possibly could <laughs> and then like sprint back and then like baseball slide into the tent you know <laughs> like get the hell in that stupid tent and i was like so freaked out and i don't think i slept the rest of that i was just like running through my brain like what if something like because the you know brain starts going like i'm not safe in the tent necessarily if something wanted to get me it could get me right. you know, or whatever and i was just like spiraling in that and i woke up and they're like now nah, you didn't look too good and i'm like i didn't <laughs> i didn't Nick, sleep I slept two hours last um, night yeah. dude when i was a kid i could not sleep at like sleepovers and stuff like that like camping i was usually okay because we started camping when i was a little older but like any kind of sleepover at like a friend's house i could not sleep ever I don't know why I had the hardest time with it. And like, I think that's why still to this day, like people will be like, you can just crash here. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to drive an hour back to Fort Collins. Thanks <laughs> yeah. though. Cause you know, the deal I used to always get crazy <clears throat> homesick when I was younger, like to the point where I couldn't have yeah. sleepovers for the majority of the time. And Clint, you probably remember this cause you probably had to go with mom to come pick me up. Like, probably seven out of 10 sleepovers i would end up asking to call my mom at like midnight i'd like wake up the parents what the fuck like what was i doing i would literally like get up out uh, of bed and like it's called I'd, a lack of coping mechanisms and it's not your fault yeah oh. it's it's very much a product of how we were raised i think oh. sort of like hyper sheltered sort of like taught to think that home and our parents are where safety and comfort is you yeah know, and anything else starts to feel uncomfortable i mean even to the point where um, i was like we were i would sleep over at the neighbor's house across the street and be like nah i'm going home <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> that's why i always started feeling more comfortable you know when i turned 10 and my parents were like you're old enough now and they would say like you're going to sleep over take your gun and i'd be like thanks they'd be like yeah party on <laughs> man that's not true. I didn't carry guns to sleep. <laughs> a wild ride. Uh, Clint and I. Uh, and then my. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, and then my media one. I don't know that I have a super great one, but I remember I'm still f- more freaked out of like people than I am of monsters. Cause like, mm. I think my brain is so compartmentalized that monsters don't make any sense. So like there was like a movie called the strangers in like 2008 oh, or something. Oh that yes. So I saw that in scary. theaters with my dad. It fucked me oh, up. That's yeah. one of like the white like, masks. She's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like tied to the chair or oh. something and they're about to get her. And, and she, and she's like, wait, why, why me? And they're like, cause the light was on. Fuck. And that just like messed me up. And I still think about that. Um, is that like, the same one where the, their friend came over to see what was up? But they were expecting these people who were trying to murder him. And when their friend came around the corner, he blew his head off with a shotgun. Yes, I think that's yeah. the same movie. Yeah. Yep. That, uh, that movie is like definitely, I would agree, one of the like more gut-wrenching ones and like ones that I thought about for a while after watching it. Right. I think, I think I'm uh, – I mean, I, I know how this sounds. I'm like jaded when it comes to like horror stuff because I see so much of it and play so much of mm-hmm. it and whatever. Like I don't, I don't feel it anymore which is a bummer because i want to feel scared by it but i (laughs) hardly ever am so like the a good recent example on that note is resident evil 8 there's a part in that game that i was like i haven't felt like 
the urge to get away from something. Oh shit! In a long time, yeah. But they got and, you. Yeah, they got me. Uh, also, PT best horror. Oh, game is that the one where you're walking through so. the hallway over and over again? Yeah. Ugh. Is that phantasmophobia? <laughs> we should all play phasmophobia sometime. We should. Oh, is that, what it is? that would be really yeah. fun. I'd be down. I'd yeah. be down. I we should play that and then stick fight because it's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's the that's the combo that we'll have set up for the night. Yeah, let's go. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, just horror. Horror is cool, and in, and since it's compartmentalized into cool in my brain, it's very difficult for it to be recompartmentalized momentarily into scary anyway i think well that's the hard part too though with most horror like there's a side like the logical side of your brain especially you know with how at least the three of us are there's like uh you know less of like a religious pull for things for us as well so like things like demons and you know other monsters and stuff like while fun in the moment like it's hard to get like super, super scared unless you're anticipating a jump scare. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the biggest scare for me now in horror. Mm-hmm. But it's like when it comes down to things like the strangers, when it's just people like you can't compartmentalize that one away. No, you're like, Oh, this could happen. This has happened the, multiple times throughout history. There are people who do this for fun. Right. It's a, also, you know how like a lot of games, I mean, this is coming from me. I'm like jaded. So like, you know, like you'll get recommended a game or a movie or something and it's like, it'll be entirely jump scares basically. Mm-hmm. And like, that doesn't like, there's such a, there's a difference between being startled and being scared. Yeah. Yeah. Like if people, media people would classify that over. maze game from when we were oh. growing up on addictinggames.com. Yeah. They'd classify that maze game as horror and it was really just one jump scare. Right. I also think or I just always thought like Clint growing up, you always had this weird love for like scary shit and like horror books and films. And I remember you would like even show me like web comics or like different comics and shit that you were reading or different like shows that you were watching. And I could barely stay. I'm like, how are you even enjoying this moment? Like, I played Bioshock it's, with it's sweaty hands the entire time because I was just so scared. It's tense. Tense game. Yeah, atmosphere does a lot for a game. Anyway, the, yeah, you're right, though. I did try to, like, immerse myself in it because at one point I was like, okay, I'm, like, I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared of, like, horror things. This is silly. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to immerse myself in these as much as I can so that I, and now I, I kind of regret it in a way, but, like, because I, <laughs> I sort of ruined the, the thrill of horror. So game, rather but, than, like, like Cause like, I feel like my reaction naturally growing up was like, go find something happy and play the game like flower or something that was just like, mm. so happy. Dude, Flower was sick though. <laughs> so I fell asleep so many times <laughs> so to that game, good. even playing it. It wasn't stimulating enough to keep me awake. And it was the, it was still so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So cool game. You Clint, then you ran towards it. Essentially you like, we're like, I'm scared of this, but I don't want to be anymore. So I'm going to immersion therapy myself. And yeah, so LFG, baby. LFG. Yeah, I I was just like, you know what? And that's why I was like, I'm scared of the dark. This is dumb. So I'd just be like, turn off the lights and be like, all right, come get me. Fuck. And nothing happens. And I'm like, of course nothing happens. And once again, <laughs> I'm in the middle of YouTube where I played Flower and Sarp. <laughs> and I also played like Fear. Right, and- right. You know, fucking 
um, Left for Dead and shit. So Sart BC, Sart BC, dude, Sart BC. The fact that it got popular once they named it Rocket Power or whatever, Rocket League, League, yeah, Um, it's such a shame because Sart BC was so much cooler. Oh yeah, Super Sonic, Acrobatic, Rocket Power, Battle Cars. Oh, so good. It's so good. I miss those days. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely like remember you, Clint, trying to like show me different things. Be like, dude, it's not that scary. Like, I was watching you play. Oh my god, not Resident Evil, Parasite Dead Eve Space. or something like that. Oh, yeah. And like all these other games I just didn't understand and I would just be scared watching you play. And like it got to yeah. the point with me playing video games that even like <clears throat> light action video games would make my hands sweat and Clint <laughs> bought me an air-conditioned ps2 controller for my birthday (laughs) so that it had little fans in it so that it could cool off my hands while i was playing yeah man i was like i was like holding on to that hope that you'd keep playing video games because i was very like don't don't we'll have nothing in common anymore (laughs) (laughs) because like i i specifically remember one christmas i got you for nintendo ds like Mega Man zx collection or something like that or Mega Man, sorry Mega Man zero collection it had like Mega Man zero one through four yeah and then I noticed it went like unplayed, which I don't care. That's fine. Sad. But like, uh, so the following year, I was like, okay, it's time to like. I remember being having like a, like a weird feeling and being like, ah, okay, I'll I'll just get him a cool sweater or something instead. And you were like, you're like, yeah, yes. And then you like wore the sweater around and stuff. <laughs> and like, this is what I have to do from now on. Wow, that's so <laughs> fucking lame, dude. I'm sorry about that, Cody. But, you I mean, know was, what sucks? Video cool. games are for two. You couldn't both wear the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> we could have tried it wouldn't have worked you selfish prick what's so that's so funny because i am pretty sure like i remember like the exact christmases you're talking about and i remember wanting so badly to want to play that video game for you and just like not being... i mean it's okay i was just trying like me trying to force my own hobby on you is like sort of lame and it's but also you know, why the like, fuck was i so excited about a sweater that's stupid that's so dumb i mean it was pretty cool if i recall correctly right that's fair i don't know cody do you not even remember the sweater was it that one with the cassette <laughs> tape on the front i don't remember oh you did like that you wore that i'm a lot. pretty sure it was the one i don't remember what it said on it didn't it say like break this or i don't know it said something weird on it it's funny though now because I feel like it's totally changed and I definitely feel more uh like just like whatever when it comes to horror and stuff. Like there's still stuff that freaks me out and like makes me think and afterwards I'm like, "Oh god." Like I watched Hereditary and I was thinking about it for ages after. Oh, that that movie got me cuz it's people. Right, exactly. Yeah, cuz for Hereditary, uh. it's close enough cuz like I don't remember them ever giving any like super deep lore about it so it's close enough to be like this could happen yeah yeah uh that movie infected my brain for a while that was a good one yeah yeah it's like as soon as i'm trying to fall asleep i'll like look <laughs> up into like the corner of a room oh. when it's in like an old house that i'm not familiar with and i'm just imagining like <laughs> oh god yeah you know what i like so <clears throat> corbin and i spent a thanksgiving one time at this uh, like haunted fuck that place. at this like haunted hotel thing in Granbury, Texas one time with, with their side of the family. It's called the nut it's house. It's literally called the nut house. <laughs> I, 
I think you guys have told me this story before. Yeah. It's insane. And it's like every room is supposed to be haunted, like no matter where you're sleeping. Corbin's room was definitely the scariest. I don't I don't think that it was supposed to be haunted. I thought um, it was. We just decided it was. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't supposed to be haunted. It's just old as shit. <laughs> yeah. Cody has like and compartmentalized it into it was supposed. There's to be no way it's been. not haunted. Yeah. There's no way. It it was fucking weird as shit. But I'm so glad I didn't see Hereditary before we went and did that because there is no way I would have slept a blink in that room that Kennedy and I stayed in if I had seen that movie. No way. Because I would have thought the exact same thing that that fucking lady was up in the corner or trying to get into our room. I think y'all had the worst room too. Because didn't yours have like yours was like on the inside and it had windows to like the walkway that was still inside. Yeah, it was. Any room with windows to the hallway (laughs) is straight up full on wacky. Like hotel rooms that have windows inside. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Unless it's like a giant atrium, right? peers into then i can kind of see it but like even then like if somebody's gonna walk by and be able to see my little butthole i'm not about it (laughs) like you just sleep in a position that that's by and see you spread yeah 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 what yeah sometimes hey that's what (laughs) you do a little yoga in your hotel room (laughs) oh god there's i don't do any yoga so i'm not sure how many poses would actually (laughs) expose your butthole we're like stereotyping yoga really hard or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I definitely like remember though growing up and thinking like always just thinking because like Clint, you loved the Nightmare Before Christmas and like I mean you named your dog Zero was, for God's sakes like. Well, well, okay, that was like partly for him, partly for Mega Man X's. Uh, best friend oh that's right so that's right i forgot there was also like the uh clint mega man side yes this brings up a very important question Uh uh-huh what is nightmare before christmas what do you mean what do you classify it as is it a a musical uh is it christmas halloween oh it's it's Halloween, but honorary christmas but also i haven't watched it in ages and i think that age of, (laughs) of my life is one of those ones you look back on and cringe a little bit but but i in a long time hear me out because i feel like not enough people appreciate my logic on this piece i think it's a thanksgiving movie because everybody already fucking hates thanksgiving (laughs) and like thanksgiving falls in between halloween which is dope yep and christmas which is dope yep but thanksgiving you're like okay we're gonna have a full-on feast that is one color tan (laughs) (laughs) everything brown and everything is like brown or off-white and you know it's just not fun so everything after thanksgiving the lead up to christmas Mm. black friday's moving into christmas super fucking dope great time of year love it because i know i'm about to get you know some gifts (laughs) and you know some time off of school or work but like Thanksgiving is just kind of meh. Like yeah. sometimes you only get Wednesday and Thursday off or like Thursday and Friday off. And yeah. so I think it's a saving grace for Halloween to put the nightmare before Christmas on Thanksgiving. Mm. Cause it is that transitionary film. Yeah. It's a, uh, I don't really know what to classify it as, but <laughs> 
can we what if we were like arguing it was a christmas movie if he fell down the thanksgiving tree in the woods instead or something <laughs> <laughs> the best the best fall fall show in general is over the garden wall though what is that one oh i've seen like things from it is it made by the same person who made labyrinth uh i don't know was it similar it it's got like puppets right no 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 it's like all like it's kind of like uh adventure timey looking Oh really? Oh, yeah, oh look! The garden wall. Very Wait, good. can we good have stuff. a movie night of that on the Discord? Yeah, there's probably. Yeah, there's um, there's only like a handful of episodes of it, and uh, I think it might be ten. Look at that total, and it's very good and sweet and cute and funny. Oh yeah, ten episodes worth watching. Worth worth watching once a year. In fact, my friend Cole and I watched. The entire series and then went to go see the lighthouse and then COVID happens. So it's powerful. Oh, oh damn. So we we uh Thanksgiving I mean <laughs> we falled it into into existence. Oh shit. Sorry everybody. You son of a bitch. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Actually thank you, because if I hadn't, you know, gone through a year and a half of being locked up in a straitjacket of my own thoughts, I uh <laughs> you know maybe wouldn't have been down to start a podcast true that's true all right should we get to wrapping this one up that hour flew by that went so fast yeah but also that's what happens when we're hanging out with our brothers (laughs) (laughs) i feel i feel bad i feel like most of the stuff i was just like isn't that right cody i'm like leaving corbin out what no i felt very comfortable i was good I was very uh, happy to be part of this conversation. I'm just fucking happy to be here. You know, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> just doing my thing. Yeah. No, this was this was great. Um, Clint, thanks for being on. This was really cool. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Like, um, anytime you want. Me. Literally, Pop on. anytime you want. We Sweet. have zero organization, yeah. so just let us know. Ask me about uh your wiener for nintendo games oh that too yeah <laughs> i think i think what we should do would be really fun like the next time we're in person or something like that to like stream us playing phasmophobia or something that would just be cool we should we should have like a list of questions we need to talk about for the podcast and then <laughs> answer them while playing phasmophobia <laughs> Ooh, that would be fun or answer them while playing a game where we're all competing against each other oh that would like, be good where it takes a lot of like focus to fight each other um all right let's all get uh super smash bros Man wait okay no fuck off clint is i'm never playing another fighting game with clint ever in my life he's <laughs> way too fucking good I can show you guys how to be. I'm only okay at it. Also, I'm like basement king because I only ever fought you. So <laughs> basement king. I'm yeah. a button masher for oh, sure. Dude, like I don't care if there's no honor in it. Like what I've learned from every like grittier fantasy book that I've ever read is every like successful knight is always like you don't fucking have to fight with honor when you're out there. You fight. You do whatever you do to save your goddamn life, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I do when I play fighting games. Like. Yeah, I just fucking smash the hell out of the controller when I'm playing some Mortal Kombat because I can. And every now and then I get my x-ray and it works. (laughs) I feel like so growing up, Clint, like you definitely favored horror games and fighting games. 
and you'd always be like, hey, I just bought the newest Marvel versus Capcom. Do you want to come play with me? I'd be like, wow, this is going to be so fun bonding moment with my older bro. And now it was just me getting my fucking ass kicked in video well, games for I hours. Tried, <laughs> I remember trying to be like, okay, I'm going to be naturally a little bit better at this than you. So you're going to have to hold on because I'm not keeping score. I'm trying to make it so that you can play better. Oh, God. And we never got to that level. But we can, anytime you want to you wanna step up to the plate, I got you. Fuck. Fighting games literally just stress me out. I'm a button master still through and through for sure. I am. It brings me joy to see people, um, you know, have it click a fighting game or whatever. It's it's just fun. I did enjoy that. Yeah, once you button mash enough with the same character over and over right. again, like you get pretty good. Like I think I haven't played Mortal Kombat in forever, but like I got pretty damn good with like I think his name was Takeda when I would use the whips. Takeda and oh, uh, I don't play enough Mortal Kombat to know character names. That's like the one blind spot. <laughs> see. What was that? Well, there's a lot of character names that you would know because Mortal Kombat's like, you know what? Fuck it. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, why? <laughs> yeah, I play Terminator. Yeah. Dude, a Hot Boys like video game stream <laughs> could be fun. <laughs> that would yeah, be really sorry. fun. I just hit a little weed. I would. Like, I'd be super down for that. Yeah, same. Let's go. Um, <laughs> we'll organize something then soon, whether it's in person or remote. We can definitely do that. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for being on here, Clint. We miss you. We love you. Well, love you guys too. Thanks for having me on. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love you, bro. I just want to say you are part of one of the most exclusive clubs in the world. Yep. Because think about it. There's like seven or eight billion people in the world. And you, 36 brave souls, join us every other week. Listen 35, to us talk. 35, 35. Oh, oh, that is true. Right. You're one of them. He's like, I'm not you 35 other listening. brave souls. <laughs> and we just want to say thank you for being part of our exclusive little party that we have here. For sure. And we're sorry that we missed uh, a week with our upload. Um, but you'll be getting another one real soon. Also, I want to say, I don't think we've ever actually clarified this. We record every other week. And then we also post a new episode every other week on the off weeks of that. So every week we're either recording or posting an episode. And I don't think we've ever actually explicitly come out and said that. So this is me. Yeah, that's true. Every other Tuesday. Yeah. So, and if we start hearing questions about you want weekly episodes, maybe, you know, we could do that. Um, I'm not opposed to it. We want weekly episodes. But who was that? You know, yeah, who was that? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Oh. Is there someone in my basement? What in the world. That's scary. Also, I what think if you I guys just forgot like... to introduce yourselves. Oh, fuck. We did forget to introduce ourselves. Just like me. today? Yeah. You just introduced me. Oh, oh no, but shit. they know who we are now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys got 35 other listeners. <laughs> if you've... I'm Cody. And I'm Corbin. Thanks for listening to the Hot Boys podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Keep you hot boys. We love you guys. We love you, Clint. And we'll talk to you soon. Love Love you, Clint. Bye. Peace.